Welcome to Talk to Ma with Susan Henriquez. I am a crisis and trauma counselor, spiritual counselor, minister, and tarot and oracle card reader. I provide trauma and crisis counseling service to help individuals navigate difficult situations and cope with the effects of trauma. Additionally, I offer spiritual counseling, which may involve helping individuals explore and connect with their spirituality, offering guidance on spiritual practices, or providing support in navigating spiritual crisis. I offer tarot and oracle card readings as well, and this involves using these divination tools to provide insight and guidance on various aspects of your life, such as relationships, career, or personal growth. Overall, the services I offer focus on supporting individuals through difficult situations, both in terms of emotional and spiritual guidance, and to help you navigate your life with greater clarity and understanding. If this is an area that you are struggling with and would like my help, let's talk. I offer a 15-minute free vibe session to talk. Go ahead, make an appointment. Contact information are in the notes. I look forward to hearing from you. Hello, hello, and welcome to Talk Tomorrow with Susan Henriquez. And I am Susan Henriquez. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? What's up? What's up? What's going on, What's good, Ma? Yeah, yeah, what I have. So, um, um, so I, you know, thank you. Let me shout out to Master Sa Blue Sama. Am I saying it right? <laughs> I just call him Sama because it's way too many, but he is a master. <laughs> but shout out to him because he really hooked up these mics for me. If you're having issues with your sound, I would definitely say reach out to him. I will leave his information in the notes. Um, yeah, so mine's got like the headphones and the whole nine feeling all official right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look at official. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, today is going to be a really, really, I'm really excited about the show. And um, I got to say that God is something else because we had invited some females to come and most of them couldn't make it. So we really got it like mostly an all male show except for my daughter, my co-host, you know. I don't shit. count. <laughs> right, she don't count. So we looks like we got a male thing going on here and I love it. I love <laughs> So our show today is What is Love? What is Love is the name of the show. And before I introduce you to my guests, let me just say that um I'm gonna went I want to share some things with you guys before we start the conversation and um, why I thought this was important. Um, it's important that we look back at like what was our first idea of love, right? Which would be our parents, right? Or whoever were our caregivers, right? 
And so I was thinking about my own personal experience. And um, I, I was thinking about my dad. And um, it's, and um, I was just remembering how I don't really remember loving him. You know? I don't really have those memories of him, like, showing me love. My dad was an abusive alcoholic. And, um, you know, I don't think that he showed that to us. I, I remember like me and my brother being really small and one time we broke like the light switch, you know, the string that hangs down, mm -hmm. we broke it and we were petrified, petrified what was going to happen to us over that light switch. And I can't even imagine my, we made up this whole thing. We tied it together. Thank God nothing happened. He didn't notice it. Maybe he was drunk that day because when he pulled it, it came off and he didn't even notice that we had tied it. And we couldn't have tied it tight. We was little. We could hardly reach. So he probably was drunk. That's what I think now and didn't notice. But to be so scared to tell you, I can't imagine my grandson being scared to tell his mother I broke something. You know, <laughs> like, break, you know. And so, so I was just, I was looking at myself. And I'm telling you the stories because I want you to go back and look at your own experiences as we're going to talk about them. And I'm going to introduce my wonderful guest in a moment. But, um, yeah, so I was thinking about that. And then my mom, you know, she did the best that she could. She did the best that she could. But I never felt, um, out of all my brothers and sisters, I always felt like I was the one she least liked, you know? Because I was, and I think about it now, I think it's because I am the same way that I am now. I will say the shit that nobody wants to say, even to my mom. I'll be like, uh-uh, uh-uh. While all the other kids be quiet, I'm arguing with her that this behavior is wrong, you know. And I really believe that's part, that's my life, that I'm supposed to be here to trigger people. I'm supposed to be here to, to say the things that nobody wants to say and that makes people uncomfortable. I think I've, I've kind of resigned myself to that's part of what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm sorry. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> some people, you know, some people don't like it, but sometimes I say shit, I know that trigger people. So, yeah, so those are my experiences. So there's no surprise that in my relationships, I haven't always picked the right person. Even, and not only like, like, um, personal, uh, intimate relationship, um, intimate relationship, but even like maybe friends, you know, that maybe I haven't picked the right ones because I didn't know what it was for somebody to love me. Like, I didn't know what that looked like, you know? So, even though I thought I did, I thought I did, but I thought that love was something else. And then another thing I want to share with you guys before we go into our conversation is an experience that I had. And this is why I know that people in this human experience do not know what love is. You, we, it's almost impossible for us to know what a God-like love is. Because everybody that we love, we love them with condition. And unfortunately, we are in this world that we do have to set our boundaries, right? Like, we do. Right. There's just got to be some shit. But it also, I know you want to say something, but I want y'all to think. And then I'm going to let y'all have it, okay? I'm going to ask you, just want you to think, because this is something. The other thing I want to share with you is that one time I was taking a shower. I don't know, Tamina, I told you this, right? I was in the shower, and I've become really close to nature. When, and when I'm in taking a shower, I'm, like, talking to the water. Like, thank you so much for washing me. 
you so much for like the water, for quenching my thirst. Thank you so much for like cleaning my wounds. All those things I started doing. So one day I'm in that and I kind of like went in a trance and I was somewhere else. Don't believe me if you don't want to believe me because that's what happened. I'm in the shower and I kind of go somewhere else. And where I'm at is like a forest and then there's this water and far away there's something coming towards me and it looks like a boat but it's kind of translucent and it's coming towards me and as it gets closer it's like a bunch of beings on top of each other but they form the boat but the boat looks like a s almost right and they're all on top of each other but i know who they are and i'm so happy to see them and they as when they get closer they give me a kiss and the kiss this wasn't sexual at all. It was nothing like that. It was like the most loving thing I ever felt. I, like, I want to cry now when I think about it. That's how much I, it meant to me. It was like, like just this unconditional love. Like just this love. Like, And so they left. They're like pulling away and I'm trying to hold on to them because I don't want that to go away, right? And I'm holding on and I'm holding on and then they... They left because they, and I'm like, not wanting them to leave. It's like, you know, we have to go. Like, they're like, we just, and I, and then, so when it, when they finally left and I'm holding on to the kiss and then I get back in the shower, I was like sad for like a couple of days after that because I knew that I would never find that here. I don't think so anyway. You know, it was like a love that I was part of in another place but that I didn't have here. And I was like, why would you even show me that shit? <laughs> I was sad for like a couple of days. Like, why would you even show me that shit? But I think, and it took me a while to get over that. You know, and, and I'm sharing this with you because that's what, that was for me what unconditional love felt like. It's non-judgmental. I don't care. We just want you, we just love you because you're exist and you're part of us it was i didn't have to do anything to gain this love and now i think that i that now i think that i experienced that just so i can share it with you all right that it does exist even though it may not be in this world and then how do we selena i'm sorry i kind of like you're my daughter and you hear me talk all the time and sometimes but i want you to listen like how do how do we exist then in this world to get close to that kind of love, right? So anyway, let me introduce my guest. So I said all of that because I wanted to give them something to ride off of, you know. Because sometimes when people, you know how we do, people think that love they want to talk about that superficial bullshit, but I want to talk about real love, what that means to y'all, what y'all experience. So first, let me let me um. First, introduce my wonderful guest. Like I said, it's mostly guys and me and my co-host, Selena. So let me introduce her first. My co-host, my daughter, my love, Selena Satin. Woo! Yay! And we got Malcolm here. Well, Malcolm's here today. Hi, Malcolm. Next is Xavier. Woo! Xavier, he hasn't been here. He, um, Xavier went about a year. Has it been a year? Oh, did you think I forgot about you? Uh, you know, you can always reach out too. Like, hey, 
What's the next show? When I was yeah. chilling, you know, I just be chilling. Yeah. It's always good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really glad that you said yes. Okay, I'm really glad that you're here. And we got some old, we got some old souls here too. Everybody, I mean, we got Francisco. And we just heard Boom is here, but um, he's running late. He ran late, so we'll wait to introduce him later. And my one and only sweet songbird, my love. I love this man. I love you know, I love all of them. But anyway. Gabe is here tonight, y'all. Gabe Brooks, y'all. Yeah. Gabe? Yeah, yeah. Francisco Torres. Right? I'm sorry. I couldn't remember the last name. Junior. Make sure you don't throw that in there. Junior. And last but not least, my baby, my other son. Da, um, you supposed to call you Dante. Dre Skinner. Woo! Oh, OG. Oh, I still look who's in the house. Boy. We all running a little late. How you doing, boo? Have a seat. So excited to have you here. Boom, that nigga is <laughs> you know what? You gotta get a plate and come sit back oh. in if you want. <laughs> wash up first, though. You know, yeah, wash right, your hands and then come sit yeah, down. Because we family right. here, we take it easy here. Uh, yeah, I'm All right, y'all. So anyway, um, tell me. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start over here in this end of the room, Xavier. Tell me, where's my water? Tell me what what. How is your experience with love? What do you think love is, and and what has been your experiences? I mean, companionship, you gotta work together to make things happen. I look at it as companionship, um, respect for one another, and communication is important too, of course. You can't have love without communication. But when I ask you, when I ask you about love, I don't necessarily, I, I don't mean that way. I want to know what has been your experience with love. Have you had, have you had, why am I hearing background? Um, like what tell me first how you like what is has been your perception of love in your family and since you've grown up how, what has been your perception sometimes you get the moments in your life where you're just sad Mm. You're struggling, you're dealing with work, paying your bills and all this stuff, and having someone by your side to really be there for you, support you when they can, that's strong to me. Mm. That means a lot to me. Thank you. Good for my family, family, friends, anyone who's there for me. So are you very close to your family? I am now. Ever since I have moved away, I've been talking to them more and everything. So I do take I'm moving away sometimes. <laughs> Since I have love. So, gotcha. Gotcha. Francisco? You. Uh, my experience, personally, this is kind of like, like I said, from my experience, it's been a very, love has been very conditional. So, like, this, this is the way I perceive it anyway. Which I would like to believe that I'm wrong. <laughs> um, what do you mean by you? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by 
<laughs> I needed that. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by um, conditional? Th- yeah, that's like conditional. I needed to be a certain type of way oh. to receive the love from uh, people that I admired or looked up to. Or, you know what I mean? Uh, for example, in school, have to you know I was the golden child in every single classroom that I ever stepped into until high school, and even then I was. You know, everyone saw my potential, and like for me, it was a lot of pressure, and it suppressed me a lot. And I realized that a lot as an adult that I never really stepped into my full potential as a kid, and I was always a C plus kid. You know what I mean? Like you know, two point four GPA when I know for a fact I could have been a four point five if I thought about it. You know, but because I always felt like okay, I need to do this to receive love and validation that's always what i did so to receive unconditional love the same way that i like to think that i give out mm. i don't i can't really say that i have because i i don't i, I don't I haven't had that experience of you know someone's like yeah you, you haven't done anything for me ever but i still love you like you're the dude, you know, if you ask me for something, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's very few and far between. Or and then usually, and I don't mind this at all. Usually, I help people first, and then they're like, "Oh, he's a good guy," or you know, I make someone laugh first, and oh, he's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? So like, but that's those are just things that I love to do myself personally. Like you know, we did a little survey, and that was one of the questions, and I. I genuinely enjoy making people laugh. Like, I genuinely enjoy changing someone's day around. Like, you know, I'm working at Dunkin' now. It's very humbling, but I'm in the drive-thru, and if someone has, like, a sour face, <laughs> give them a small compliment, make a small little joke, and it really just, that fills me up with joy, you know? So So let me just let me just go back to what you said, so if I just, just to understand it, and then we're going to get you, Gabe, your perspective. But, um... So from what I understand is you like you feel like even when you was a kid, people expected you to behave a certain way, right? And it kind of like it never really, you never really felt like you were able to like really be yourself, right? And because of that, you feel like it kind of kept you behind in in like in school and things in those ways where you felt like you could have really done much better, right? But something inside of you was feeling suppressed, right? Mm, that's interesting. Okay. Oh man, yo, I almost wish I, and it sucks because I know I'm a young dude, I'm only 24, but I feel like I have too much experience and all the experiences ended in such failure, Mm. such like utter, total oblivious failure. I'm just love. Love has just put me in so many pickles. Love is high because he has so much weed. Man, I'm just spitting the truth, man. How am I laughing about this? It's the it's the truth, yo. Love, love is just. All I've had so many experiences where love has failed me, and so it's like what I know, what I think, what I think, what I know. Like that line is so blurred. Mm. on what I know and what I think about love. I wrote about it because all I know is there's so much I don't know. Mm. Why put up these facades and disregard all these feelings you have but never show? It's one of my favorite lines. I like that. I just got no clue. You know what I mean? I got my girlfriend right now. We say we love each other and I feel something when she says that. She feels something when I say that. 
but I feel something different with my mother's side too. Like, you know what I mean? I know, and I I know there's a wait lot back of up then now. You don't come on, you he just dropped something so, right, right there. Right, yeah. right, right. Reminds me. So <laughs> wait, 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 no. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? You can't just drop that and not say. Uh, do you mean? Yeah, tell me like when you you say you feel different when your mom says it and she says it. What's yeah, the difference? Versus when she says it to me, I don't know. I think I've heard it from my mother so many more times. That I know that it's something that will never change until the day, unfortunately, I gotta put her in the ground. As of, I have all these experiences where these temporary women come into my life and play this role where, you know, we're fucking, we're saying we love each other, we're being there in times of trauma, mm-hmm. and then a bigger trauma happens, <coughs> and that separates us both. And now, you know what I mean? But I still damn, got that mother. Damn, that's deep. You know what I mean? So. Wait a minute, hold up though. So you telling me, let me, because I want to really make sure that we all get in this. You telling me that you feel like now at 24, like your heart been broken by so many women that you feel like you Absolutely just don't not. know. Absolutely not. I just think. I'm just like, no, wait a minute. That, and and that and that could mean what? Well, that could mean like your mom, like your mom too. Like you putting her in that. Um. Yeah, I think my mom has hurt me. To an extent, you know, to the same feeling that I would feel like when my girlfriend cheated on me. I think I've had that experience with my mom, you know, and that's a humbling but truthful thing to say. Um, but I do feel like there is something different, you know, there. I think the love that she has is something I'm going to feel even when she's gone. You know what I mean? I don't feel any love for the exes in my life. You know what I mean? So. Like well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What kind of love did you get as a kid? Like, what? How was? What? What, what did? No, you don't have to be specific. Well, we gotta. Okay? We gotta get to my men's. No, we got time. We got time. But I want to know because you skipped over that part, and that's very Ooh, important because you, you can't. You can't um say, like you can. Not that you can't. It's not. But I would like if you would just elaborate a little bit about <laughs> what you mean by that because, you know, boom, you missed the story when I was talking about, like, my life, how I grew up, and mm-hmm. that's what we kind of talking about, like, what my idea, because I, you know, I I was raised with an alcoholic father, and I seen him beat my mom, like, the whole thing, and so my perception of love was already fucked up, like, at three, <laughs> you know, because of the examples that I had. And and so that's why I said, do you think that that the same thing could was it something like your childhood that maybe you don't have to go into detail? Yeah, no, of course, not getting into depth, but at the can, same time getting into depth. Right, right. No, I, I I know I always it was a stern love I felt as a kid. You know what I mean? I knew not to step out of check because if I would, I'd get popped. Take a take a switch. You know Facts. what I mean? Get asked black or brown. You know what I mean? <laughs> Those were the, the questions that kind of came up anytime. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? But even uh, uh, as I grew into my young adulthood, you know, my men of valid days when I'm at the church, you know, or, or when I when I left the church and I went to college, you know what I mean. And now I'm a young man on my own. You know, I always felt that love, and I always, you know what I mean. I still kind of carry that fear. Let me not fuck around. <laughs> you know what I mean. My mother is still <laughs> over my shoulder. You know what I mean, and uh, you know what I mean. But there's a love in that as well. And I, it's something that I, I've I've learned to find. Let's in make this. let's let's make a disclaimer right now. Yeah. It's not bashing anybody's mom or dad. No. Okay. No, but I want to make a disclaimer because 
we feel often, especially as people of color, it's like we always been told, like, love your mom and dad no matter what. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's bullshit. Because, you know, and I hate, I'm hating, especially when I see that on social media, because you could be telling somebody to love their abuser. You know what I'm saying? You're telling somebody to love, you know, like just because she's your mom or your dad, that they can do anything they want to you. And that is not true. And I grew up in that era when my mom could do anything. My grandma would just say, you know, that's your mother. That's how I grew up. That's your mother. You got to love her anyway. And I'm not saying don't love them, you know, because the other piece to this is that we can never forget that we, our parents, our mothers, our fathers are people of color. Like, I want to give them that grace. We, we, you know, we cannot, like, people say, like, you can forget about what happened back in a generation, but that shit done trickled down to our generation. Mm-hmm. You know, until now, where you guys have so much shit that you see on a daily basis, you know there's a better life out there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, and you also have more examples that we didn't have. Right. We didn't have all the people on TV and on social media and all that shit. You know what I mean? And if he, and if, I don't know about here in Connecticut because I'm from New York. But when I was growing up, there was heroin and it was crack. And don't believe that shit didn't affect our community. You know? Shit and then the crack for, I, for a fact was brought into our community to support a war. The motherfuckers knew they were dumping this crack cocaine. I remember seeing people I love turn black. Like black like this. The most beautiful, finest girl that we used to have on the block. Lost her ass, teeth all brown, and she black as this thing here, you know? And so I'm just wanting to say, like, you know, you have to give that grace to them. Like, this shit trickles down, and the hope is that y'all stop that shit. You know what I mean? Like, stop that generational bullshit that was put in on our parents. I'm not making excuses for anybody, but, like, we're not white children. <laughs> and we got to make sure we remember that when we think about our parents. Because this shit, you know, you remember back in slavery days and shit like that, our parents, our, the parents had to be stricter on their kids than the white parents, right? Because if your kid, if your little black child went, got out of line, they could get killed. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? So we, th- so that shit has been like a generational thing. Like you supposed to kid, like we t- like you supposed to, you supposed to hit your kids. You know that was acceptable. You know, so that's I'm not making excuses, but I do want to also make that disclaimer that we gotta remember that when we think about our parents. But Dante, tell me about you. I- I'm why I call you Dante Dre. They twins, but at least I call you. Yeah. I, don't, I don't call you twin. I hear people calling you twin like you ain't got a name. They don't know it's a part. That's right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, personally, I feel like love. Like, love is healthy. And kind of like going off what you were just saying about, you know, like, experiences. Like, my dad, she left the, um, you know, the crack era. Mm-hmm. Just parents, you know, going through that and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I think that's why I feel like, you know, love might be tough. Like, yeah, my dad, he always showed, like, respect. So what, what do you mean? Can you tell me a little bit more about what you um, mean by that? And then I want to know, do you think that was positive or negative? Well, just of experience with my with my pops, or just like period, with both my well, pops. Well, t- what do you mean by tough love? First tough love, yeah, tough love. I just think like you got you know, spanked a lot, things like that. No, nah, I just felt like no, nah, I, I definitely didn't get spanked a lot. <laughs> I definitely deserved some, but I definitely 
Right? Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold on. You said you wait. You said you definitely deserve to, and it didn't happen. Make squeeze me. I feel like it should happen more. More situations where I can remember life. Hold up. for that, but I thought he wasn't waiting here. What happened? Because I remember getting. Wire nah, hanger. Nah, nah, no, you think I'm playing? Nah, 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 nah. I was a shower. Nah, rice, nah, rice, like rice, and, rice and knees. That's yeah, knees on the rice. Nah, see what I thought. What I thought was worse. All right, let me let Don let Trey, Trey, finish. I guess the negative I got for your tough love was probably you know the stinkers, but the positive was. Basically, every time we act it up or anything that we did, he'll put on a boxing gloves with us. He'll put on a, um, he'll bring it up to play football. And, and so you think and that so that was, that was, that like, was a good thing? It was, a le- it was trying to teach us a lesson. Yeah. We're not big as the head of it, but we're a lot. Mm. It's a lot in this world that you don't have to handle. So. Well, what do y'all think about like being a man and, to- and, and like love? Like, what do you think? How do you think? You as a man showed love. Is it different than a woman? The expectation different? I ain't get you, boom, yeah, so I'm going to get you now. Like Hold on. Let me get him because I haven't asked him yet. I want to know, boom, what, how is, what are your perceptions of love? What's your experience with love? Um. <laughs> <laughs> love's scary. Oh, love's scary. Love's not scary. Like, that's right. Love don't, or you asked for my experience. Yeah. Like, love don't come with just love. Mm. It comes with something. Love got a hidden agenda. Everybody that said they love you got a hidden agenda. Wow. That's what you were talking about with the conditions. Love yeah, conditions. wow. Yeah. Good wow. one, bad one. Whether they just, they might not even want nothing. Like, you might meet somebody who's broken. You feel me? Mm. Somebody who down as far as they sell. And they just want to steal your energy. Mm, preach, like, preach. So you hit the bell. You I don't, hit. I don't like, like I be trying not to love because I really mm. do like when I love it get crazy. I get, it get real. So mm. it's like I rather like females be like, oh, I don't really care about you. No, you don't. <laughs> you ain't ready for this no, problem, baby. What ready for this problem? You don't like you just cool with me being. Nonchalant, you feel me? Because nonchalant is better, honestly. Because at that point, I'm not expecting nothing from you. I'm not putting you in a position to even think to expect nothing from me. So it just is what it is. Love, even with family, like, you feel me? Love don't even be. They got a hidden agenda. Like, everybody got a hidden agenda. I, I feel like love with family, though, is scarier because they know how to really manipulate you. Like, they really know you, your family. Like, mm-hmm. people you grew up with, like, they know you. Like, so it's like, I I know how to get him to do better out of the third. Like, and because that. they also, like, they used to you saying, yeah, anyway, right? Anyway. So, and then it's hard for you to say no, usually, mm-hmm. the people that we love. And, and, and it gave them my moms. It's crazy because my mother just recently told me, like, my mother, like, we had like, a while. Stop talking. I went to jail. She stopped calling. I ain't talked to her. Told her I was gonna kill her. 
Like, mm. she was messing with some dude that, like, had, like, abused my sister, and I ain't like it. Mm. So I told him I was going to kill both of them. It was crazy. But, yeah, like, and she feels like my detachment from women, like, comes from her. Mm. Like, it stems from her leaving me, because it's like, if my mother could leave me, anybody going to leave me, but I feel blamed. So, yeah, love is scary. But I always want this for girls. Just because my energy is just good in general. And I'm just a good person, so. But now I get it. You're going to know the difference. Mm. You're definitely going to know the difference. That's what I mean, you wanted to say something? I'm going to just say this, and I'm going to let the man keep talking the juicy stuff. Because <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want no smoke. <laughs> so I'm going to do one thing, and I'm going to just be like invisible. I'm, I'm invisible. <laughs> I'm a Miles Morales. So... <laughs> I'm just going to say that love is beautiful to me. For Selena, love is beautiful to me. I feel like um, I love very easily. Even the man that I'm with now, he's like, you told me you love me like a month in. I'm like, because I do love you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not in love with you, nigga, but I love you. Like, I love very easy. I, I think all my friends know this. I love this way because I got it as a kid. I, I think I was just, I was telling my um, son's father, because my son had actually told his dad, like, Dada, you're mean to me. I think you're mean to me. And he was like, and mama's nice to me. And grandma's nice to me. And you know what I'm saying? And his, and his father's like, well, what the da-da-da? And I'm like, bro, like, you know, for somebody that knows his mom, I'm like, you and your mom's relationship, how she, how she talks to you is how you talk to my son. Yeah. And how my mom talks to me is how I talk to my son. Like, it's just like a, it's like a generational thing. It's just what it is. I said, it's not your fault that your mom just yells and yells and yells at you all the time. But that's all you know. Like, discipline is yelling. Talking to you regular is yelling. When you, you know what I'm saying? Like, just yelling. So, you know, we had that conversation. But anyway, um, I think love is a beautiful thing. I love all my friends. Sometimes I wish I didn't love the way I did. It's a sucky thing because people walk all over you when you love hard. Um, I'm also like chance. When you love somebody, it's like chance after chance after chance. Like friends, family, everything. That's nothing that I'm like battling with, you know. But I just, I love you. Like, my friends know that. Like, there's no, you know... You know, you need gas money real quick. You short, like you know, everybody knows how I am. Like it's just because I love you. I don't expect it in return. I don't want it in return. Like we're family. Now, as far as really feeling what love is, and the story that you had told us in the beginning about the trance that you went into, like I feel, and you know, like when I kiss my son while he's sleeping, that is like that is like my love. Like my heart stops for my son. Like, I could just watch him sleep all night long. When he, like, I just know, and he doesn't want anything from me. He just wants his mama. And I just want my baby. And it's just, like, that love is something that you will all, Dre already knows, Boom already knows, but something that you guys will all experience for yourself. And you will know that the love that you think you don't have with parents or whatever, whatever, you are going to want to give to your child 100%. And mom and my mom and my dad were amazing parents. They had their problems, but they loved me, and I never felt anything less. And now I get to I get to love my child the same way. I'm not perfect. I'm still working on some shit, but I get to love my child. Let me let me just um let me just say this is the, this part of what we're talking about here. Getting back to like everything that you all said, this is what I have learned about love. Right, that once i learned how to say no to people places and things it is much easier for me to love when i say i love you i mean that shit. i'm like just like selena i might not i might not have there, there's different kinds of love too right like there is different kinds of love 
there's a love that you you're gonna one day find with that person. That's a different. That's gonna be like, boom needs me. I got to go. You know what I mean? Well, you know that's one day. Hopefully you find that kind of love where you could feel safe. You know, and that's what it is being with another human and feeling safe. That they're really gonna regard your feelings and give a fuck about what you think and feel. You know, and care about your you know that. But what, what I want to say, too, is, like, once I learned how to say no, it's something that Boone said about, like, people stealing your energy. Because that's what I used to do. I used to think I could help everybody. You know, I could help them. I could help them and help them to the detriment of myself. Because <coughs> I'm helping you so much, you sucking the hell out of my energy. I can't even take care of myself. Because I'm always at your beck and call. Because you're a damn energy vampire. You know, you never give it a break. When am I going to get a chance to lay back while you take it easy? You know, why I always got to be on red alert? You know, what it's like, that's, that, once you start making those, taking those, setting those boundaries, and another thing, once you start loving yourself. Boom, that's it. Once you start really loving yourself, like you can look in the mirror, and part of that loving yourself is, you know, living a life of integrity. Let me throw that in there. And I'm not talking about perfection. You know, something, uh, I like a lot of things you said, Boom. That's why I'm bringing it up again. But another thing you said is that one thing I like is that you're telling people the truth. Right? You're not telling no females, like, I love you. We're going to be, you saying, like, this is all I can give you right now. Like, this is it. <laughs> and they decide whether they can take it or leave it. When you're being deceptive and doing shit behind people back and this and that, you're not caring who you're hurting, that shit gonna come back to you. You know? But if you if you, if you like saying like, look, this is all I can give you, and you meaning that shit, or if you telling something like a bunch of people you loving them and you screwing a whole bunch of people and you putting all that energy out, all that shit, that's a different thing. You know? That's a different thing. But so, yeah, what do y'all think about self-love? Do you think you really love yourself today? I love that for you, bro. It's important, <laughs> like, for real. Damn. That makes me happy. So those are some of the tools you use. You got your art. You got you know different things yeah, that you're style. into. That you. So have any of y'all ever been in love? Should I don't know. I mean, yes, yeah. I got all the time. Yeah. Every single time. <laughs> all the time. Right. All the time. You been in love, Jay? Uh, uh, that's all period <laughs> in case you're listening okay Too. Like, I be hearing a lot of y'all say this thing about loyalty. 
loyalty. So if if is it is it are you attracted to that female that's loyal, or is that really love? Huh? Shit, okay. I think I compensate. I'm not gonna lie. Hold on, wait a what minute. Pause. Two seconds. One to back. She's Rewind. asking. Say, are you are you are you really in love mind. with the female because you know, or is it the because she's loyal to you? You know, like I hear some men say. You know, okay. but she was with me. She was down for me when I was in jail. Or so, boom, right? So boom, right? It'd be crazy, Paul. Right? Listen, right? I'm saying. Wait, but did you understand my question? I'm saying. Understand where I was going? Yeah. Saying, okay. I'm saying, because like, I'm saying, y'all. Listen, right? <laughs> listen, right? So it be it really be mm. like that. Mm. It be that time. Like, I bond with people through most of my bonds with people come through like struggle mm. and like and like hard times and like if, if I could bond with you there, I could bond with you anywhere. If I could bond with you at your bottom, I could you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like but when you I so boom, you could not be you could be have been in a relationship with somebody, da da da. This down and third, you done they done lost they they done lost they they house. You done moved them in. You feel me? You done watched them like you done gave them your energy, like, you know what I'm saying? So then it comes to a point where I right, boom now we don't really wanna be together. But I don't really like I'm not in love with you. Yeah. But I feel like our relationship, like, is like we just loyal to each other. Like so if you don't got nowhere to go. If you don't got nowhere to go, I'm gonna make sure you got somewhere to go. If you don't, but we not like you feel me. Like I don't necessarily. That's just the loyalty. Like, mm. you know, we don't gotta be. I mean, right. I so like then, then when you okay, so that then I would say that that's see, but that I that's can't loyalty. even say that's even not that's a love, love to me. right? Like, yeah, because there is a little a, bit different. Like that's loyalty, but it's kind of like a toxic. Once love. you get to say, <laughs> once really, you get to not, say, once you get to say, I'm doing that for you because you would do that for me. That's loyalty. No, not because it's out of love. It's not because it's out of love, but because you would do that for me. Like, if you letting me stay at your crib, if you staying at my crib, and you da-da-da, and I want to kick you out so bad, but I know for a fact that she was on the other foot, you would never, I would never. Okay, that's loyalty. Thank you for explaining. I love yeah. No, because I know, I know for a fact that, 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 that there's a confusion there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That people really think that that female is so loyal, like she's always there for me. I could call her anytime. She, da, 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 da. I love her. But, but in the meanwhile, y'all doing some other shit. But you can't come, you can't confuse loyal with being, right. just loyal with being convenient. And being Easy to access. Ooh, done. All right, just let's not the get there. Hold on. Just a, you just like you. You gotta be not strategic. Too, you gotta, yeah, like you feel me. You gotta be loyal to a point where I. They look at me as somebody. Who, see, but see how all this resource. is convoluted. Like all of this is not. This yeah, is not, they're not ready for that. The title is called this, Captain Sable. No, Save this, this is Captain Sable. Captain Sable. It's real easy to become and Captain Sable. And I'm Queen Captain Sable. Real easy. It's real mm. easy, yo. So am and I. girls will make you a captain. I used to be. Here we go. I was captain saving home. <laughs> I, I am, man. Because we love, we love being there for people. We she love saving people. Save. I love it. She don't want to be saved. I was still trying to save her. <sighs> I always say, 
Now, okay, so let's go there. Let's go there. We be trying to save people, right? And know damn well you in a toxic ass relationship, and you definitely not getting compensated for what um for what um what you're giving out. Has that ever happened to you? No, Wait, hold on. I asked um. Like you do something to somebody, you don't get the same way you do that. Look, it's happened to me once. One day it was like, yeah, I did that before. And I felt like I was giving her more energy than she was giving me. So that did affect me because it was like, Jay, what am I do about this? What is it about that? Is that another thing like when we when we're attracted to someone who is not attracted to us? Okay, so here's the thing. Childhood traumas. <laughs> So for me, I know for a fact I was attracted to my wife because there was a certain disconnect or like lack of love that I was trying to gain, like get from my mother, from her, you know? And this is the reason why I love my wife the way I do, because she's allowed me to really look at my reflection in the mirror, you know, with quotations, and then be able to transmute it and become the person I am today. And there are times where... Tell I, me know, more about that, though. What do you mean? So, for so how, how has she done that for you? So, for example, my mother, you know, not very affectionate at all. And, like, when it comes to gift-giving, it's always, ah, I could have been better. She's been better recently in times so where I've been giving her kudos. But in the past, that's what it was. And as a child growing up, always chasing after my mother's love, Especially when it, you know, there were times where the man in her life at the time was more important than the kids. It was, you know, what do I have to do to get mommy to love me than who she's loving now, you know? So with my wife in the beginning, and mind you, these were my perceptions I projected onto her. And they had, she was. But that's a lot. Y'all men do that a lot. Yeah, right. well, and want, I'm admitting it. Want, I'm admitting it. Want, I'm admitting it right. Really I'm admitting wanting, it right now. You really be wanting us? I'm to taking be, full accountability for this. Okay. okay, hold up, hold up. Let me hear you. You guys, a lot of men do that. I'm sorry, it might be. You know, I'm a. I'm a say the truth. A lot of men that I have encountered and and want women to be their moms. And yes, there is that certain. Wait, let me finish. There is that certain degree because the uh, and because we also seek the masculine from you all. Like we want y'all to be our dads. That makes sense. That's the first thing that we loved or didn't love, right? But it isn't fair when we expect them to be your mom. Does that make sense? Yes. Like you expect we expect that. I'm sorry. What? That's not your responsibility to take care of you. Right. I'm glad you know that, but I feel like some men, and then even some men, grown men that today that I speak to, that act like little sad boys. Mm. They're not ready for that talk. No, they're not ready for that talk. No, I'm serious. Yeah, like really sad boys, and I could see it, and then and like, and it makes me want to help you and love you. No, I don't want to help you. No, that's the old me. That's the old me. Run like a motherfucker. I ain't trying to be no grown man's mother. Females definitely do it too. Even the like 
younger, older, like they all. Yes, because we all fucked up. That's what I said. That's what I said in the beginning. Childhood trauma. But when y'all fucked up, y'all just fucked up. Like, you feel me? Y'all just want, like, like you feel me? What the hell did that Like, alright, so boom. And this. So boom. I'm saying, like, in this society, if a woman fucked up, Y'all just fucked up. Y'all just gotta deal with it. If a nigga fucked up, we all types of shit. We bombs, we broke. We all types uh, of shit. So okay, then, okay. so then we get to where, so then we get to where now, all right. Say, there is a lot more pressure for men. For me? And okay. then, so that's why I'm saying that. And it's, and it's like, y'all gotta be, like, women want y'all to be soft, but then yeah. women don't want y'all to be soft. So where the fuck do <laughs> you be? Where's the middle? Yeah. Like, no, the middle. like you said, right? They expect money. Mm-hmm. They just want money. That's what I should do. They just want money. They just want money. I like you for me. I, that's why I don't even like I said. I'm not gonna act like you about to get nothing from me. I'm not about to be staying at your crib all day because that's gonna lead to me. You, Damn yo, right. How much you got for <laughs> this, this bill? That bill? Yeah, nothing. So it's like I right, cool, but it's like I I I seen a post on Facebook last week saying if I'm if I'm um if I'm fucking you like you should be paying my bill. And I got into it with the girl. I'm like, how? How? Because, because just because because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you want another nigga to pay for a lifestyle that you was living way before the nigga came around. But now that y'all fucking, you want him to supply your lifestyle. Nah. It's not going down like that. It's not going to never go down like that. Let me ask Selena. That's the Selena. Is, huh? is, is, is that, is that you know, because you know, you're, you're, you know, you're that age, you have a friend. Is that really all females want? I cannot speak to these females, but I know that I have raised niggas. And I know that um, <laughs> and I know that I have house for that because I see it. And I know that I have been with someone who has had nothing and I have been okay with that. Because I love you. With nothing else involved, there were no strings, I will do whatever because I love you. Nothing you can have. No, I'll give you the clothes on my back and, w- and walk around here naked if, as long as you got it. Like, I'm good. And that's and so. I mean, I know chicks like that though. Like, don't get me wrong, but you know, and I can't speak for everybody, but I just know, you know, when it comes to love and being with a partner, like now we together or we're you know having sexual relations, like you know, we it's like a, a hundred. It's, 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 we take care of each other, yeah, we take care of each other. I don't, I don't so, look for nothing from no niggas because like, I already got it. Females don't even be wanting to go 50. 50 no more though. It's, it's not fifty fifty, but like, yeah, that's who. It sounds like like there's it's this real like underlying hard to trust a motherfucker basically, <laughs> right? Like it's just hard to really. This 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 is exactly why I'm talking about this because it's just hard to be that vulnerable, vulnerable, and be like, here's my heart. But I'm going to tell you what, my last relationship that I was in, if that motherfucker ain't break my heart, stomp on it, and throw it against the wall, and spit it out, and throw it back around, and throw it in the train tracks, and I kept giving it right back to him, we're going to figure this out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he'd be like, wee, 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 wee. (laughs) Right. Like, Ninja. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'll be like, we're gonna keep trying. Yeah, into the wheels because that, yeah, you know, and and you know, I don't regret it because it taught me that I'm capable of love. Mm-hmm. 
Like I, I know that I gave everything. I, I have a clear conscience of mm-hmm. like my know that I gave everything I could, openly, freely, tried everything more clear than multiple times. Multiple times. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. And um, was that perfect? No, no, no. But I know I feel I feel no guilt in that sense that I didn't. You know what else could I have done? I'm, I know that I did everything. And I shit could. left, but. But at the same time, you know, it was a very, it was very painful. But at the same time, it has allowed me to really know what I want. Like sometimes we have to, we have to be vulnerable enough to get our hearts broken. Sometimes, like sometimes, that's really from God. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. <laughs> no, seriously, because because if if I had not been in this terrible relationship, I would not know now today what I really want and what I deserve. Like I'm clear. Like I could love all of y'all today, and I do. Whatever I could do, I could I will do it. I'm not saying I'm gonna jump in front of a train and do all this and do that, but whatever I can comfortably do, I would do. Right. But I could also say fuck you tomorrow too if one of y'all fuck with me. I'm serious. I could be like, you know what? I don't wish you no harm. I'm not gonna do that. But like, I can't. You can't be in my space anymore. I could do that today because of what I went through. Because I'm not gonna let myself be dragged in the mud. And I'm not saying like tomorrow I'll be like fuck you. I don't mean like that. But I'm saying if you cross a serious boundary. Let me tell you, I had a friendship with this lady that I loved. I loved her. You know, I felt like she was my mentor and everything like that. And one time we went to, out to this. I'm going I'm to see because I want your opinion. One time we went out to this um, this party. A friend invited me to a party. It was like mostly white folks there, right? And I went in, you know. You know me. I had my shit on. They want to take my picture or that bullshit, right? Yeah. Okay, white people. I love y'all. Some of y'all listening. But anyway, so um, I was talking to this white woman and she said to me, she said to me, um, she was talking about that she was a teacher. And then she said she was at Yale. So I was confused. I was like, how you a teacher? How you work at Planned Parenthood, but you also at Yale? So I was confused. So I asked her, what, what did she do for a living? And it was me. It was me, her and my friend. Right. And I asked her what she's doing for a living. And she said, "Do you know you do you know what a registered nurse is?" Next week, like what, bitch? <laughs> what you mean? Do I know what a registered nurse is? Like, do I look dumb? Like, why would you yeah. even ask me that? That's like asking me if I know what a teacher is. Like, I'm in the. You know what I mean? Like, why would you? No. And I kind of, I felt, I was like taken aback that she asked me that. And when I talked to my friend about it, she she tried to take she tried to cover up for her friend. She tried to make excuses for her friend, you know. And this is somebody that I admire so much. I admire her highly. I never thought she would do something like this, but she basically took this white woman's side and said that, told me that maybe it was me that I thought that white people thought I was stupid. Oh, right. So, ever since that day, you know, me and her had a conversation too. I talked to her and she was like, well, she didn't see anything wrong with what she said. So, I'm like, you know, right now, me and her is done. Like, if I see her, I speak, whatever, whatever. 
But and I love this woman, but I'm saying if you could let a white woman say that to me and you think it's okay, me and you, you ain't down with me. You ain't down with me. And another thing I said is that'd be the last time a white person tell me that because I should have told her ass off too. Like, why would you even ask me some bullshit like that? <laughs> you know I play dumb. I'm not gonna lie to you. Huh? Like when people do stupid shit like that to me, I play dumb. Hundred percent. Yo, you know what? Da, 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 like. Nah, but nah. fuck that. These white people need to be cussed out. If I listen, this that'll be the last time a white person asks me some dumbass question like that. That's for me personally. Not for me, because if they do it too many times, mm-hmm. you don't get to ask me. I, I'm not talking about like really cursing her out, but I'm gonna ask her. Why would you ask me that? I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna question her. Yeah. Like I'm gonna bring it up. You and bumping you, and you like, are you straight? That's that's on I mean purpose, shit. On that's purpose. nothing. There's it's, something wrong with wait, that. Wait, hold up. That's, that's, wait, I ain't got wait, no wait, business. Wait, that's the wait. same. Like that's literally the same shit. Bro. No, that's it's like not. No, I don't think so. I feel like it is. Okay. Okay. Physical contact is definitely a lot more different. Than wait a minute. Hold up. I mean, like the principle. I get that. This, but this is not. This is not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that. It's not about that. It's that white people are always, and I don't want this to be a show about white people, but there have been times where white people overstep their boundaries and we don't say anything. We don't stick up for ourselves. I'm not really talking about like cussing her out, like da da da. But I, I'm gonna, I would address it, like why I will, because that's what you gotta do with white people when they start crying anyway. Like you know, yeah, like, you know, facts. like just be like, why, why would you ask me? What a registered nurse is, because yeah, I because right because so, I want to see what she gonna say. Oh well, I wasn't sure. Like, and then, and then I would have said to her, "Well, right. so that's like asking me what a teacher is." Right. You know, like we it would have been it would have been a conversation at the very least because I'm not gonna act all wild in one of my friends' parties or anything like that. But I'm definitely not gonna do what I did there. Look at Selena's face. She's like, I would. Because I'm glad I wasn't with you. I'd be like, you know what a body slam is? <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, like, no. This was ready to fight. That was ready to fight. <laughs> 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 I get this group chat popping. You're gonna need a registered nurse. But anyway, let's get back to love. Let me, let me, let's right, let's back. get back to so, love. So, so, so talking about Let's love get back again. to love. Yeah, talking about love again. You Francisco, would you say, you think that you have, a, like, you and Jess, and I hope I'm trying not to be, like, bring out all your business, but do you think that you and Jess have a perfect love? Like, what's that about? What's, what's that about? A perfect love? Yeah. I mean... Depending on what, I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Right. <laughs> like, if it was perfect, hell, I would say it. Right. Like, like, you wouldn't be here. Where would you be Right. Damn. Uh, I, I, like, listen, we'll get to that later. Uh, but, like, I, I'm not gonna sit here and say it's perfect, but it's it's definitely uh, growing. It's, it's, it's becoming. Like, cause there's always gonna be something that we're both gonna have to work on. So, do you think? Do you all think? Cause we actually. So that says that yeah, down. it is perfect. Then for me, because like if if we both understand that it, it's 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 constantly gonna be growing mm. pains, it's constantly gonna be changes. We're going to be mm. different people at different points in our lives. I love that. And yet yeah. we're still choosing yeah. to be there for each other, with each yeah. other, and together through everything. Then yeah, I would. Then yes, my love is perfect though, because I know that no matter. What I do, 
or like how I change, not no matter what I do, but no matter how I change, or I mean, even even if whatever I do too, because even if it's whatever she does, I know that okay, I know I could talk to her about it. We could either work on it and grow through whatever situation it is, or we'll go our separate ways. But there's still going to be that love there or that loyalty there, like you know, Boone was saying earlier that. I know if I'm ever in need, she's going to be there. And if, if she's ever in need, she knows I'm going to be there. And at the end of the day, we still want to experience this life together. So, like, what's the point of even separating at that point? You know what I'm saying? And, like, I was literally sitting here asking myself, why am I with Jess? And this literally brought the answer out. Like, this is why I'm with Jess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's so And important. I wish that she was here yeah, right now. Yeah, like, yeah. I gotta tell you that that is it's it's beautiful what I mean what you and just got like that's mm-hmm. you know it's not perfect but no no Love no it is but I like Love I really hard. like the definition of that because that, I think that that's it really when you meet you know you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable some of y'all mm-hmm. may not want to hear that shit but that's really mm-hmm. like if you really want to find that person. You are gonna have to find a way to be vulnerable. You, you can be in this podcast. I mean, you can be vulnerable, but but that vulnerable doesn't mean stupid. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm able to love, and I'm also able to step back from people that don't have my best interests at heart. You know, it's like I don't stay in the mix. As soon as you know, I try to like. I really listen to my gut. I listen to my gut. I listen to my heart. And if something don't feel right, then I know that it's time to step back from it. And that's what I'm hoping that y'all get out of this, too. Like, it, you know, we could go through life, like, not wanting to love and not and having all these guards up and all that other shit. But then you ain't never going to get the fucking experience of love. And what's the fucking point then? What's the fucking point? Like, you're just going to be hard all the time and never be... Like, never let your guard down for nobody. That's all I'm saying. It's not about, and, and it's not about you just nilly lily giving all your heart and energy to every fucking body, right? But it's about being choosy about what who you want to give that energy to. Is this person worth me giving my energy to? Listen to the fucking red flags. Right? This like, is, but this is where that yeah. unconditional love comes in. For real. No, 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 no. Wait a minute, dog. Listen, wait, whoa, whoa. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. But that doesn't mean that the person is sucking your energy dry. That's not... This is why, this is why I don't believe in the 50-50 shit. I believe both of y'all should be 100. So that when you come together, ain't nobody leaning too much on the other one. Ain't nobody talking about, you got to pay my bills. Ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? Cause, and if you decide you want to help your significant other with the bills, because you want to do it, not because somebody trying to make you do it, but because, you know what I mean? It's not, it, it, yeah. you will know, does this make any sense? Does this mm-hmm. make what's any the, sense? Mommy, what's the last yeah. thing you, you just said something? When you went like this, what'd you just say? Because people think, like, people be saying it's 50-50. Right, fifty, fifty, right. Uh-huh. That's bullshit. I don't want fifty percent of nobody. Right. I want a hundred. I want you to be a whole human being. Know who you are. Loving yourself. Loving yourself. Loving yourself. I want whoever I'm with to love their fucking self first. Thanks. So that's what you said. You said leaning on right, yeah. so that you one hundred. That's what I'm saying. But then when you sometimes not feeling one hundred, and you need me more. 
I'm 100. Now you can lean on me because I, you know, I got you. Because I'm a whole person. I love myself. I got my own interests. I do my own thing. I got my own money. I got my own career. I don't need you like that. I want you though. I want you, and you both want each other. I 100%, 100,000% believe that's why me and my ex didn't work out because it was so much like leaning back and forth, and it was like always different. Like I was 75, and he was the other half, and then I was 30, and then he was whatever. Like it was never like 100 and 100. And that's it's really, really important. Like self love, self care, all of that. I think yeah, a lot right. of it has to do with like loving right. yourself. I feel like we didn't love, like I just loved him more than I loved myself. Mm. And that was our biggest issue. And, I, and you know, that was really why it just didn't work. Cause I didn't, I just, I, I could care less about me. I as long as he that. was good, as long as he was good, I was just the happiest person in the world. And I just loved him so much. Mm. And that was the fucking problem. Right. And that's I why I got that from your mother, I hate to say. See I how know. I said the generational shit? Yeah. The generational shit, cause she saw me do that with her stepfather. Like, she saw me. This is like, you did exactly what you saw me do. I was yeah. your mirror. And you fell right into it. That's what why you when you asked me. No, I, I want to say the same thing. Because I, I feel like that's why I have such such a bitter taste. You know, you know, speaking about love. I, I, I felt like my, my lips have been glued in this podcast. Just because I, I feel like it's so hard for me to talk about love. Like uh, the, I feel like I, I've given myself away 100%. I got that in your last album. Way, 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 way too many times. And in all of those experiences when I thought I was loving somebody, I think I was just wanted by that other person. I wasn't being loved back by these girlfriends. I was just being wanted for considerable amounts of time until they wanted something else. You know what I mean? Like from 2017 to 2019, I was with a girl. Found out she was cheating on me with her girl best friend and the nigga she was dating. You know what I mean? From 2019 to 2021, I was dating a girl. She ended up cheating on me with my roommate. You know what I mean? From 2021 to 2023, I was in some mess. I, I, that got crazy. I caught the girl cheating on me in a bed that I built for her. Like, You know what I mean? I got terrible tastes of love in my mouth and now I'm trying it again. You know, ain't nobody hurt nobody too bad now. But you know what I mean? I'm walking on ice and every move I make, you know what I mean? So it's like. Learning how to trust again, being open to, to these feelings, and you know what I mean? That's a crazy, terrible thing to, to, you know, be honest about and say, but I do I do feel like I'm one day going to find that. And I know what love feels like because I have felt it from my mother. You know what I mean? So I know, I definitely know what it is to be cherished. I know what it is to be wanted. I know what it is to be coveted. I know what it is to be missed. I know what it is. You know what I mean? To be loved is something I'm still, still kind of searching for the true meaning of. You know what I mean? Like that's another one of those blurred lines. When is it you just want this person? When is it you just like the way this person looks? You like what she does for you? You like, you know what I mean? When does it turn from that to love? How do I know I felt that? How do I know I, you know what I mean? That's. And you know, you men, especially black men, and you know, Latino men, men of color. Like, it's, it's not, you have so many other things to fight. You know, there's so many other things to fight for you guys. Right, we don't like have time macho, to be fighting the like, Yeah, the machoism. But listen, we're almost at the end of our show. Boom. And, um, I hate that. <laughs> we're almost at the end of our show. But um, I really, 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 really appreciate Gabe, your vulnerability. I really appreciate you sharing. Francisco, Boomer, 
I be wanting to call you Young Africana. I know. Xavier, I know. Xavier, Xavier. I love that name. X Men, Xavier. I love X Men fans. I love cartoons. I know you're an anime. I got to hook you up with the designer, Cesar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a graphic designer. He's so talented. But anyway, yeah, I want to thank you all. Thank we you. love you, Mom. Tune in. Um, you know, and I want to, I want to say, I want to say, I hope that you guys consider some of the things I'm saying. Consider. <laughs> Let's do a part two, like yeah, months. no, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll be like, Mom will be like, yeah, Mom, I found that I bitch. I ain't gonna be I am about to, I would say I is, I am about to have another baby though. Oh! Another baby boom. See, so that's, let me tell you, that's, then you know, then you do know boom love. Because you got a son. That's my unconditional love. Yeah, so that's your unconditional love. May you all find another person that you could trust like that, you know? I trust my son. He's he's snitching on yeah. all y'all for me. Mm. He's the seriously, yeah, I yeah, mate. You know, he's so cute. I love when you do little videos with him. Like, we be so that's what I be sure. I be like, that's what that's when you see Boom is hard. That's when you see him be vulnerable. You be like, yeah, yeah. That's why you know, like I recommend a couple things that you guys. Do the self-love shit. Do the self-love shit. You might think you love yourself, but I want you to try this thing. I want you to try it. And I've talked about it before on social media. To get in front of a mirror, look in your eyes, and start saying some nice things to yourself. Like, you know, yes. you're a good man. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. you can do anything. Think of five things that you can say to yourself every day in front of the mirror. And look right in your own eyes and see if you're comfortable. See if you mean it. If you feel like you mean and it. if you're not comfortable, that don't mean that you're less of anything. But I'm just wanting you to realize that 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 might be a sign that really deep and down, maybe you don't really love yourself. And then maybe you should start there. Maybe that's where you start by not loving other people, but start loving yourself. You know. So anyway, y'all, thank you so much, everybody. Woo, 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 thank you so woo. much. Thank you, thank you, Dre. Did I say your name right this time? I don't know why we call you that all night. But Dre, thank you. That's why I had to be sure. And I, you know I know who you are, right? <laughs> you know you are baby. Yeah, that's like my son right there. That's my baby. This is my pandemic son. <laughs> Back, they held it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were definitely in this shit tied up together. That's, that ain't that's love, love, right? That's love. Right that's love. That we were sitting right in all of us in this house. Oh, not for nothing, down. but she came to us like, I think I want to do a podcast. I said, what? Yeah. Me and Dre and Dom was like, all right, what are we going to call it? Well, shit, you mine. Okay, like I just remember all that. Mm -hmm. It was a perfect time to catch the hostages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I remember I asked Francisco first. I was like, Francisco, 
if you be on my podcast, podcast I, he was like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, really? <laughs> and now I can't even keep up with the guests. I got like, oh, I got can't even keep up. Yeah. Yeah. The game come through. I used game to be here all the time. Through. Now it's like. <laughs> You gotta first come, first serve, you know? <laughs> Reserve your spot. I'm like, dang, right. I'm still going. I thought <laughs> I, I was, I was, I was already etched in. <laughs> nah, because you know, everybody got different schedules. So yeah. I just yeah. like put it out there. Yeah. Whoever wants to be on the show can either say yes or no. We need a big group. But um, I really want to thank each and every one of you. Like I said, today was the plan was not for it to be a mostly male show, but I'm so glad it was. Mm -hmm. I hope you all got something out of it. I thank you so much for like just coming here, Dre, leaving like leaving your three children and your wife. <laughs> <laughs> to be here with me. I'm so appreciated. I appreciate it. Not taking away and all your busy schedules, boo. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, man. You made it. You made Yo, it. we love Blue. How was, doing, how was dinner, y'all? Oh, my God. Fucking delicious. I'm about to make another plate of mac and cheese with the hot sauce. With the hot signature. I might find some more with that skin. Find a microwave. Nah, that, 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 that banana bread. Uh, I didn't make that, though. Who made it? Who made it? Uh, stop it, shop. Oh, thank you so much, Xavier. Boom. Selena, as always, thank you so much. But you do so much. So I know you're busy. I live with you, so I know. So I do thank you for always showing up. Thank you, thank you. Francisco, my love. You already know. You already know. Gabe, my wonderful Gabe. Thank you, my talented, wonderful Gabe. And Trey again, I give you another shout out. Ooh. Ooh. And I love you. You were listening to Talk to Ma with Susan Henriquez, and I love you. And I'll see you next time. Yay! Wake up, wake up, wake up. It's time to talk to Ma. It's time to talk with listen. Time is it's time to talk to my